0: Graduate Cribbs turns disaster into a score. Ugly, misformed little creature who
1: has no purpose here, no meaning. I am a human being. Washed it down with one beer, what? two beers, what? three beers, what? a shot of whiskey, what? a margarita, what? and a bloody mary. And I said, Stone Cold, why have one when you can have them both? Swung out and drilled
0: deep right center, away back, gone for Toby! Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. Uh, Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton. Awful. Awesome. How is she awful? Hates freedom. And now, any given podcast with your hosts Brendan Ward and Ethan Simpson. Hello and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Any Given Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ethan Simpson. And I'm Brendan Ward. What's going on today, Ethan? Not too much. Another beautiful day in the state of Ohio.
1: I mean, it. it I, I agree with you today. The last few days have kind of been hotter than whatever, whatever euphemism you want to use. But today it was nice. It was a cool, breezy 65-70 out there. I was loving it today.
0: Absolutely. Can't not beat
1: that. But you, but you did mention that we are in Ohio. Ohio is a lot of times behind the times on things, and sports betting is definitely one of those things. I think, I think it's definitely one of those things that me and you both want to dabble in. A little bit. I don't think we're gonna be avid sports bettors by by all sense of the means. Our our bank accounts just aren't set up like that yet. Uh but the Ohio Casino Control Commission, because they wanted to make it sound all crazy, finally announced that sports betting in Ohio will begin on January first, twenty twenty three. Now, it was legalized and passed legally like two years ago. And then it's taken so much time to just get them to figure out what commission was going to control sports betting. So the, the real question I have from this is we know what's going to happen on January 1st. Is it a miss that they're going to miss college football season or, or football season, not just college football season.
0: That's a, that's one of those tough ones there because like you said, it passed years ago and it's taken them so long so that they could, you know, So we could correctly do this, which means they just want to make as much money as possible from the casinos and from the consumers and DraftKings and and all those different my bookie, all those different websites you see. So it, it definitely took some time, I think, just by them trying to make it their own and fill their pockets. It's kind of strange, though, like you said, with them missing both football seasons uh that's like prime time betting right there i well i think you'll get like the playoffs
1: and the national championship game and new year new Year's six games but but other than that like i think it's a really big misstep because we know football is king here in ohio whether whether you're a Bengals fan or a browns fan no matter or ohio state cincinnati kent state Football is really king here in Ohio, so I really thought like no matter who was going to be able to line their pockets with sports betting money, that they would really put an emphasis on being being ready by August or, or even September, right before the NFL starts at least. Because after, after January 1st, I would say there's going to be a real big surge from January to mid-February. And then football season is over, and I mean, I guess we can start betting on the XFL at that point, but not too many people are nuanced in baseball to where they're going to be able to bet on baseball, basketball, something you can bet on, but I don't think it's going to be as big as football betting here in Ohio, at least.
0: Absolutely. As you said, football is king. Cleveland is a football city through and through, which you know to people outside of northeast ohio sounds absolutely insane right you you would think with how good the baseball team and basketball team have been in recent years and the uh 23 years of misery maybe not 23 okay that made that was we we have had some moments just in the recent years but you would think that Cleveland would be more of a basketball, baseball town. But no, we are football. Eat, breathe, and eat, sleep, and breathe orange or brown or scarlet and gray. Even those clowns that are black and gold fans. So, yeah, it, it is really weird that they would skip that. I, it is a misstep. I don't I don't get it. Kind of, kind of. I, it blows my mind a little bit that they would wait. Why not try to work it out to where you could have done it last year? I, I don't know. Just a weird, just a weird thing to me. By all
1: means, I, I I agree with you. I don't know, I don't get it, but I'm excited that it's happening. It's a, I, it, with if it ends up going towards like, I guess, helping with schools, kind of like the Ohio Lottery is supposed to and stuff like that. It can only it could only benefit us here in Ohio. But enough on kind of just sports betting and let's get into the the most, I would say, top topic of the week. The NBA finals are here. Golden State in the in the Western Conference Finals, as we know, swept Dallas. Uh very mismatched series. And then the Boston Celtics end up beating the Miami Heat. In seven games in the Eastern Conference Finals, that sets up what is happening right now, which is Game One of the NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. You got Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green, the the usual cast of characters that we obviously know as Cavs fans, uh, against this Boston Celtics team who who for a while there just couldn't get past LeBron. It was it's this same team. It's the same team that LeBron knocked out. Years in a row. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Even Al Horford's back on the Boston Celtics again. The difference now is LeBron's over in the West. Jason Tatum might be a budding superstar. Marcus Smart is, is the defensive player of the year. Al Horford's a couple seasons away from the retirement home. Does Boston have a shot in this series?
0: Yes, they do. I would say early on, you're going to think these guys, these guys are going to, these guys got a shot, right? Yeah. And and then it's just going to turn into the same old warriors. Once they, once they start hitting those threes, once they get that groove, it's just going to be unstoppable. And I'm going to have flashbacks to 2014 to 2018 of just the little stupid shimmy that Steph does and Draymond running his mouth and everything like that. It's going to be another year, another Golden State Finals. Here's why I
1: think Boston has a chance, and it has nothing to do with the team. You remember the magic that Cleveland put together in 2016 all too well. Correct? Yes. Well, I mean, you better. You're a Cavs fan. It's the only title you've seen in, in team history. Guess when Game 1 started in 2016 of the NBA Finals. When was that? June 2nd, 2022. Tonight. Or okay. June 2nd, 2016. 2016. Game 1 through Game 7 of this series follows the exact same schedule as 2016 when the Cleveland Cavaliers end up top in the Golden State Warriors, including... Golden State being the home team in games one, two, five, and seven.
0: Okay. So, so you think you think because it's an even year starts on the same day, they're playing the same schedule. Exactly. Six years apart. Do you have your
1: rabbit's foot out with you? There there's, I don't, but, but you can agree that there's, for, as a sports fan, there is something in the magic of sports. We've seen it so many times. It's the reason you see Cinderella stories. It's the reason you see some teams win that shouldn't win. It, it's it's the it's the run that the Indy that the Indians had in sixteen to the World Series. It was magic. It was it was the three one deficit that the Cavs come back from. Magic, and, and while the I'll, I say that the Cavs that Cavs team is one of the best teams in NBA history. Without fault, you can come at me if you want to. I think this Boston Celtics team is good enough to put that magic together when all these things seem to fall in place like they do and all these storylines seem to
0: happen. Plus, I w- <clears throat> here's the thing. I would love to see it. I would love... For the Warriors and their fans to be like, We're back, baby. Dynasty is back. Everything's right, you know? Clay's healthy. Steph is shooting. Draymond's Draymond still whatever Draymond does runs his mouth. We're back, baby. This is prime time Golden State. And then the Celtics just coming out and having a you know a run to game seven. Just like, almost like you were saying, just like in sixteen, and it comes down to a shot, or yeah. a block, yeah. or, or a steal, or so you know something along those lines, and I would love to see it. Except, it's the Boston Celtics. And- Boston fans are so spoiled that they don't deserve any more championships. I I, I can just picture that stupid kid with the sign that was like nine before I was whatever. And then it was, or 13 before I was nine. And then it was like 16 before whatever, when he was older at that other parade. yeah, Like, I just think about that kid and just how that kid grew up being like, thinking that his shit does not stink because he's a Boston fan. Right, They don't deserve that. Look, you've had enough. Let somebody else have a little chance there, right? let somebody else have a little fun. That's the only reason I I'm not rooting for any team on this in this series except I'm kind of pushing for the Celtics a little bit just because I hate Golden State that much. That that was going to be you kind of covered it but that was
1: definitely my next question for for you is could you handle Golden State losing another title losing the title if it meant that Boston would win number 18? And and you you kind of put it into perfect perspective. It sucks that Boston, if they win this series, will be the NBA history leading with 18. But this past week has shown me once again why we hated the Warriors so much during that four-year run. I am sick of people overrating this team. Everybody this week saying all Steph Curry needs is a finals MVP and he's top four or five ever. No way.
0: He doesn't play defense. He doesn't cover his man. All he does is shoot wild threes. You know what would happen if he was pulling that at it for a high school team or a college team? He'd be benched or thrown off the team. That He would drive the coach insane. And look at all the guys – you've seen all those videos online, on Twitter and whatnot, of kids in the gym just throwing up these crazy shots and missing wide left, wide right, going over the hoop because they want to be like Steph. That guy has ruined the game. He makes Larry Bird vomit. There's nothing fundamental about his game. So –
1: he just runs around to me really. That's kind of it. But but yeah, exactly. That's kind of it, it's a no-win situation at least as a fan in the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Don't want Boston to win 18 if the Golden State Warriors win that that mess is just going to continue to be spewed that that Steph is one of the best to ever do it. I'll agree. He probably has one of the best three-point shots I've ever seen i'll give him that but he's not a top 10 player of all time i hate when they do that i i i can't stand it it's the reason why like i know i have game one on right now but it's the reason why like the only reason i watch this is because it's the finals if this wasn't the finals i wouldn't tune into this game this is a game i can't stand i can't stand (laughs) these two teams whatever i I don't want to talk i don't want to watch this game but i'm gonna because it's it's this. Ch- it's the championship series. It's something. It's it's like the casual fans watching the Super Bowl. You have to. It, it, it's something you tune into because they're gonna crown a champion, and that's the
0: end of the year. I right now my TV is off. I turned my TV off because I've been watching the college softball World Series. And I don't need a distraction in front of me.
1: I I got you. I'm not really intently watching it. I don't even know how much time is left in
0: this game. I know it's in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But no, I get it. I'm just the, the real fact of the matter is I'm not going to give them the viewership and the ratings because 16 was the best championship ever. And I don't want this one to reach, you know a greater audience because, you know, Oh, the pandemic is like, you know, over whatever. Yeah. And, and it's actual basketball again. So everybody's going to be flooding, flooding in and tuning in. But besides that, it, it, do you think now that the Celtics are back in the finals? We're going back to 2016, a lot on this episode, but do you think that because the Celtics are in the finals now, and it's 2022 that this will highlight how offensive and racist their logo is—a drunken Irish leprechaun with a swollen eye from getting in a fight. Do so, you think there'll be uh, there'll be people out there protesting it? I doubt it because a lot of Irish live in Boston.
1: I yeah, know. it's. I doubt it. I agree with you. So you don't buy the story that it's actually Red Hourbook?
0: No. That's a, it's no. a, it's a, I leprechaun. mean, it's a leprechaun with a big black eye. Yeah. A swollen shut eye leaning onto his cane.
1: Yeah. I Smoking I, on a
0: pipe. They, I, I mean, I get it. A lot of Irish live in Boston. It was just a, I was just making a back to 2016 joke.
1: I, you know, it, it works. You know what I'm saying? For, so, so to go back to 2016 and just to kind of, Segue into our next topic. I want to bring up LeBron for a second. Is there something in this, if Boston wins this championship, that since LeBron left the East, the East has won every single year but once. And it was the year LeBron won. Correct?
0: Correct. The East has won every single time since LeBron left Cleveland. It went Toronto, L.A., yeah. oh, okay, Milwaukee,
1: yeah. and then if Boston wins this year, the only one that won in the West is LeBron, Toronto, Milwaukee, Boston. If they win this year,
0: Gosh. I just
1: I just accidentally did the shocker on camera.
0: I right know. Um, you going to the frat party later, bro? Uh. It's, it's,
1: it's, I, I I don't have any interest, never did, never will.
0: you throwing up the shocker, man.
1: It, it was just somehow that's how I counted. And all of a sudden I'm sitting here like this on camera and I was like, whoa, let's listen. Let's, yep. let, let's not pull that up. But speaking of LeBron, let's kind of move on from the NBA finals. LeBron James has now become officially today the first active NBA player to become a billionaire. I mean, it's probably something that we could have foreseen uh, just because, I mean, last year, what he sold that he sold his media company for, what, seven hundred million dollars. And he I mean, he, he's on a two hundred and some million dollar contract. That's it's damn near close already. You know what I'm saying? So he only needed a couple more. He signed a billion dollar lifetime contract with Nike. We knew he was getting there. It was just a matter of when apparently June 2nd, 2022 is the day when it becomes a when.
0: Yeah, he has a lot of great ventures that he's doing. You know, like you said, with the Nike, with the Nike uh, deal and the movies he's in, his company. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of smart business smart friends and, and mean, advisors. Yeah, he's got a lot of smart business advisors too. And, and it's good that a lot of them kind
1: of came with him from high school and he kind of put his boys on and that's my favorite thing about it is it's yeah. not even just him it's him and his boys doing it together
0: yeah but it th- that's 100 percent him being advised like yeah. his business advisors are like look do this do this do this and i not hating or anything obviously i'm not hating would i yeah. love to be a billionaire duh who wouldn't i mean you're just straight up lying to yourself if you say, no, nah, man, I'd, nah. rather, I'd rather work for my money, right? Or just be like, I'd rather live off the earth." blah, blah, blah. Dude, you're lying. You're lying. Every, anybody would love to be billionaire, especially from a natural God-given talent. Insane. Would love to do that. But it's awesome that he is the first active player billionaire. He's just showing that he's following in Jordan's footsteps and just doing it a little better. Yeah. Except for maybe all the rings.
1: Well, we'll see if he ever, if he comes back and joins as a role player on this Cavs team, he might, he might have a shot at some more, but I mean, if he doesn't, he's probably stuck at four. Uh, Draymond claims that he's going to be a billionaire by age 38. So LeBron gets his news about being a billionaire, and Draymond kind of d- decides to piggyback off of it. And, uh, you know, in, in, in common Draymond fashion, uh, says that he'll be a billionaire by 38 based on his b- business ventures as well. And I bring that up because Draymond makes a lot of claims. One of the other claims he made is that during that finals, during those runs to the finals while Kevin Durant was on the team and they they easily had the best team in all of basketball, Draymond the other night on the Colin Cowherd podcast claimed that Steph Curry was the one instead of Kevin Durant that would see the double teams. Now, I don't know about you, and I know Tyron Lue has come out and said that, yes, he did double team Steph Curry quite a bit in the finals, mm-hmm. and that that's usually who he would double team. But I don't know about you, but maybe that's why we lost, because because if I'm a coach, I'm double teaming Kevin Durant every single time over,
0: over Steph Curry, no matter what. All you have to do is put deli on Steph Curry, and he's shut down. Right? You had the facilities, bro.
1: Put deli on him, and then send three people over to stop KD, or or let yeah. Draymond
0: shoot wide open. We know he can't shoot. Absolutely, and I, I I would I would put all the guys on KD because KD's an actual all around basketball player. He can shoot. He can drive to the paint. So yeah, I would put. I'll put more guys on him than staff. That's just a ridiculous claim, and I think he's just saying that because KD's no longer with the team. So K- 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 KD did respond and say, "From my
1: perspective, that's not what it seemed like. A hundred percent false, and and it's just like at, during that run, if LeBron wasn't in the league, Kevin Durant was the best player in the league. Yeah. So, Absolutely. so." so 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 to, to me it's just kind of the going back to the reason we we as Cavs fan hate the Golden State Warriors so much it's this blowing out of proportion of the talent that they have like i i get they're a good team collectively but none of them clay thompson to me is the best player on the team and and <laughs> not maybe not right now because he's still getting back from his injury But prior to his injuries,
0: to me, Klay Thompson was the best because he was the two-way player. That's what I was going to say. I've always said it. I've said it on this podcast multiple times. Klay Thompson is the best player. Steph Curry might be the face because he's flashy and he can hit those threes. But Klay Thompson is absolutely the best player on that team. And Draymond just gets carried by those two. And... He's the one, he's, dude, he is the dude in the crew that doesn't do anything and just picks up the scraps from it. Like, he's the hype man of the group. That's why he's always running that motor mouth of his. It, it, it's just constantly running because he's irre, er, he's replaceable. He's not irreplaceable like, like Steph's shooting or Clay. Yeah. You could easily just find another guy to fill that spot. Yeah. So I that's know. why that's why he's doing the big talk, right? He's yeah. barking louder than his bite.
1: Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you because cause he, to me, is a glorified role player. And, and even that is almost like the glorified doesn't need to be there. He's a role player that, that gets starting minutes, which is why I call him glorified. But you're right. He, they're, they're They're replaceable. Put put Al Horford in in, in Draymond Green spot, and I think we, we we've got the same team. Put Tristan Thompson there. I mean, I wasn't gonna go that far. Tristan Thompson has kind of fell off a cliff. But you but, want me?
0: To, you want me to go that far? All
1: right, go even further if you want, man. Put I'm Sasha f- Khan. You can put Sasha Khan in that. I am all for the Draymond Eight. You can put Sasha there. I mean, you put Timothy there. Let, let, let's go ahead and throw Brian Scalabrini in there and be all right.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could put anybody there as long as you, what, just getting – as long as you're a big guy that can get on the ball like yeah. Draymond and do dirty stuff, yeah, I I know uh, quite a few big people that do dirty stuff that could fill that situation or first fill, that, fill that role. <laughs>
1: You know, a lot of big dudes that do dirty stuff that can fill
0: the situation. I got you. No, no, no. no. I said people. I didn't say dude. I All said right. people. So I didn't... Come on now. I am I, ju- I was just
1: trying to make a joke out of it. So I
0: don't know. I, so. I, I got the joke. Good. And I'm coming in saying I said people. So it wasn't just specific. Well,
1: that's because it's 2022. We can't genderize here on any given podcast.
0: Yeah, well, I... <laughs> All right, when when you get down to it and you start having to explain the jokes and whatnot, that's when the joke's dead. It works for me because it's time to move on to to to,
1: to, <laughs> to Luke to Luke Walton and, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, and what I mean by that is Luke Walton, ex Lakers head coach, Kings head coach, has has now joined the Cleveland Cavaliers and JB Bicker's coach JB Bickerstaff's coaching staff. That was a long one. Uh, as, an, as an assistant coach, uh, what do you think about this? Kind of, I like it. I think it, it, it adds an offensive mind to the team and helps develop some of the younger guys. What do you think about Luke Walton joining the Cleveland Cavaliers and made backlash that a lot of people don't like that he did?
0: I love it. I love that he's on the team. He, he was a player's coach. Number one overall, he was a player. Right. Yeah. Number two, he was a head coach in the league. He had a job, so obviously he was good enough. Number yeah. three, he's a players coach. He's a coach for the players, and that's what's perfect for an assistant coach. Yeah, he can be the one that's like, you know, he can be on their side while JB's kind of like, all right, that what you're about to do is not going to help out in this situation, you know you pulling up that three, pass the ball. Yeah. And you let the you let the assistant coach kind of be the buddy. Yeah. That that was my first thought was, all right, he's he's no longer the head coach, so he doesn't have to play, you know, he doesn't have to be the bad guy, play the bad guy role. He can do the he can do the buddy, you know, as long as JR is not in there throwing soup at him like the other assistant coach. Um, I think he'll be fine. But, yeah, he's he's a perfect pickup. And anybody that's mad about it, thinking that JB's going to be replaced by him and think that JB's job is in jeopardy or something like that, dude, did you guys even watch any game this year? JB's, <laughs> JB's job is secure. Yeah, he's, as, he's all right. Yeah, as long as he keeps, as long as that team keeps playing how it is, and they you know keep making it to the playoffs they're they're going to be just fine whether it's a play in game or not yeah they're going to be just fine i think the cavaliers would have to fall off the edge
1: of a cliff for jb to not be the the head coach two years from now uh i kind of agree with your interaction i mean with your reaction aside from i would say that my initial reaction was he's an assistant coach so and I have seen him everywhere he's an assistant coach shine. It's it's like you said, when he takes over as head coach, where it becomes harder for him. Assistant coach is Luke Walton's bread and butter. And I think, it like I said, it only helps develop these young guys. Uh, yeah. What we need.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's always great to have somebody whose name is Luke and last name starts with Walt on your team whether it's walton or i don't know luke walter um yeah it's always good to have somebody like that on your team
1: my man is shouting out the camera guy from back hey, in the day we need him
0: back we, we definitely do if we, if we, we definitely could, do
1: we got him back man we, we we'd be in there you ready for some baseball
0: i'm always ready for baseball
1: <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that that's why i asked it Robinson Cano we talked about his struggles uh what was it 2 weeks ago 2 3 weeks ago on the show uh not really doing anything over there in San Diego we kind of foreseen what 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 ended up happening coming Robinson Cano has officially been released by the Padres when we talked about him he had just been demoted to the minor leagues and you know, Robinson Cano has been around for a while. He's not going to want to stay in the minor leagues. So I'm guessing he almost threw a fit to try to get his release, but he definitely just, you think Robinson Cano gets another team and has a chance to kind of make things right with his career.
0: Yes, I do. I definitely do because he is a veteran player. He has jumped around from a few teams I guess that's not really jumping around Then he's played for a few different organizations. He's been around the block and in his prime, he was a very good player. So you send him to a team where they have prospects coming up. These guys are coming up from AAA, right? A young team, like a team like the Marlins, you know, Somebody who is still trying to figure out how to build that team. And I use the Marlins just as an example because, I mean, how many guys do you need to come through like that? You yeah. guys had Ichiro. You guys have had so many veterans come through. And I, the Marlins is just a mess, right? But you get a young team like that. You know what I'm saying? You get a young yeah. team like that and you bring him in, and maybe he's not an everyday player, right? It's, it's but he, not even about what he does on the field anymore, though, at that point. yeah, You bring him in as a locker room guy. Yeah. He's out there playing on the field, but he's showing these young guys. All right. Like, this is what you have to do out here for training. Right. You're getting ready for this big series coming up and you're out there practicing a little bit. It's like, All right. I I know this guy. I've I've played against him for since he came up in the bigs. Right. Watch. He's gonna try and bring it high and in inside. You know, just knowing different things about pitchers and how to play and training, that's what you need. That you need to bring in those veteran guys on a team. So, will he land somewhere? Absolutely. Is he gonna be the star? No, bro. It's not 2012 anymore. You're a little bit past that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I that's kind of. I believe you you're you're absolutely right. That's kind of the only way. I see him continue to, uh, sorry, I think the game just ended. I was trying to check the score, but uh, that's the only way I could see him continuing to to, to to play in the league is where he's on as just a veteran of a young team that's just trying to really get their shit together, uh, <laughs> to put it into perspective, uh, but and teach them kind of what it takes to be a professional baseball player. Because he's been around for a long time, and not a lot of people get a, get that chance to, to to be around as long as as long as he has. So for him to like you said, just kind of bestow that knowledge on the younger guys and tell them that uh, because we we see uh, that baseball is lacking in that, especially with the uh, Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson situation, uh, where where Tommy Pham decides that before the game he's gonna go ahead and slap Jock Peterson while they're training on the field over a fantasy football dispute where Jock Peterson apparently sent a meme making fun of the Padres last year that 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 made that made wait I said that wrong Jock sent the meme that that made fun of the Padres that pissed Tommy Pham off so bad that he left the league and waited months to slap jock peterson when when they finally met face-to-face in person mike trout was the commissioner of that league i know you have a take on this so i'm gonna go ahead and pass it along to you and just say let it let it fly
0: what you need to say about this situation this is the most this is probably the dumbest non-story One of the dumbest non-stories that all these major sports tabloids won't stop talking about. They just won't stop talking about it. Like he slapped him before a game. Okay, that's happened multiple times. Remember when people used to fight? Remember when uh, it was at A-Rod? During the ALD or ALCS, was that no four when he charged the mound and Veritech, she like was like shoving his thumb in his eye and stuff. People used to fight, it wasn't just scuffle. Uh, Jose Batista and uh, Odor, yeah, Runette Odor. Remember when people used to fight, it wasn't just pushing and shoving, and they acted like three. 50-plus-year-old umpires were pushing 20- and 30-year-old guys away. Insane. So, okay, this has happened before. Yeah. But, but, and they served their suspensions. The story is over. But no, Mike Trout's involved. So here we go. Let's talk about it, right? Mike Trout's involved. He's the commissioner. That's so cool. Right. Oh, my gosh. Let's keep talking about it. Jock Peterson's in it. Younger star player. That's so cool. This is so interesting. They were playing on ESPN fantasy dot com. Whatever on the ESPN fantasy app. You can find it in the Google Play Store or the uh, Apple Store. That's free marketing. That's free marketing. Everybody has it. If you play fantasy football, you already have it. Right. Yeah. But it's just such a non story that it's driving me insane. I, it, it's just t- time to stop talking about it. It's not that good of a story either. There's so many better stories going on in the MLB that this scuffle because of fantasy football. It, it, it's just it, it's mind blowing. And another thing that's another non-story that is still going around. Thankfully, it's starting to die down. Is the Will Smith Chris Rock slap? I People can't believe. Think... Go on. I I just I can't believe we still hear about that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But this dude, after seeing Will Smith smack Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars, now he thinks okay, at my job, it's okay for me to walk up and smack this dude in the mouth. Nah, yeah, he thinks it's you know appropriate now to smack people in the mouth that you have a dispute with over fantasy football on a team you don't even play for anymore. It's just ridiculous. It's just such a non-story. That's why it's driving me insane. That's why I am just so, I'm fuming right now. I mean, I'm just, it's just so dumb. Like quit talking about it. It, And I'm mad at myself for even writing that down and having to write on the sheet of paper time to stop talking about
1: it uh, i I agree you want to know why because I think the real story in this whole situation is the fact that Jack Peterson is a 20 a late 20 year old cabbage patch kid yeah I, I can't believe he he did that with his head he looks
0: terrible that's what they tell you to do man that's what that's the new trend is These people getting these wackadoo haircuts. Remember when everybody was making fun of the man bun? Man bun was just fine, you know? Yeah. Now these guys are doing that. They're wearing baggy pants again. It's these young kids coming out. He's trying to be hip. It's ridiculous, man. That is a trash haircut. He looks like a...
1: And and his face is round too. And I know I got a big round head myself. But I'm not here with, with with a big round head and my hair that only goes out to here on my head, from on, on each side, and, and dyeing it as blonde as can be. I I I went I went long hair for a reason. I I gotta fill out the around my head because it's so freaking big. I just that's the story to me. He looks ridiculous up there talking, and, and then you've got this guy. Yeah, this is what he te- This is what I texted. This is what I did with you, and this is the meme I sent. Who gives a shit? Like right. you said, he got slapped, bro. We'd Like you said, that, that the Batista-Odor fight, they beat the crap out of each other f- until they were pulled apart. That one was a story. Talk about, that's one that deserves to be talked about. Not this dude going and bitch-slapping somebody eight months
0: after quitting his fantasy football Dude, it, it, it's just wild. Like, Bill Romanowski was breaking guys' eye sockets in practice, his own teammates. Like, that was some, you know, uh, Malice at the Palace. They were going after fans, right? I, yeah. Like, this was some real stuff. Like I said, Nolan Ryan was, he was 75 years old, whooping off on 20-year-olds on the mound. And when I say whooping off, he was whooping these kids' asses. Yeah. Like, these were real fights. And now they're slapping. Jeez Louise. My goodness. This is, this is not the America I want my kids to grow up in. Like I said on the podcast a few weeks ago. But
1: now that you're frustrated with the fact that we just talked about it so much, you want, you want some good news? What's that? The Boston Celtics won game one of the NBA Finals. There we go. what
0: I say? There you go. What I say, I said, they're going to come out hot and then it's going to click for the Warriors and they're going to probably win it in game six or seven.
1: We'll, 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 we'll see how it plays out. We'll get a chance to talk again before it's over. And then right after it's over, uh, in, in the span of two, the next two weeks, one talk. So, football?
0: what do you got? Um, one thing I forgot to put this in. All right. I, I would just like to address this. I made a tweet the other day when there was another rain delay for the Cleveland Baseball Club, baseball team, whatever you want to call it. The Deans. Yeah. It, it, I used to, you know, I used to argue with people about the idea of doming that field. Well, one, just because how would you dome it? It would turn out like the new uh, outer facade of, Rocky Mortgage Fieldhouse where they just literally put a glass tupperware container whatever over top of it right like it's a, like it's a piece of cake or pie at a diner and they put the little top over it but that's a very I, I, good expression thank you i was uh, that was off the dome too i didn't even think about that but i think it is time for the Cleveland baseball team To put uh, some kind of retractable roof over progressive field. Because why not take any authentic field that is left with that organization and just throw it out the window? I want these people that still go there to not have an authentic baseball field. Because you guys are at a... You're watching millionaires play Beer League Softball. By that, I mean it's the logo, the team name. Like, it's just a little league name. So, just take the whole feel that I used to love going to Progressive Field, the history and everything. They threw that all out when they gave it that new name with those trash logos. So, you know what? Take away the feeling of you're at a baseball game, take it all away. Ruin it, just like you've already ruined it. We're just ruined the re- the little bit of authenticity and fun and the good old days, like growing up, growing up and going to the game is what I meant by the good old days yeah. of being at a baseball stadium. Take that away, man. Just, just literally put a dome over it like it's the Simpsons movie. I I, I tend to agree with you
1: because. It's already gone. Uh we both have talked about it numerous times. We don't need what to talk about it. What are they at?
0: About. 15? Like 14 rain delays this year?
1: Yeah, there's so many makeup games that are going to have to happen. They they're going to be playing double headers like out of their ass later in the year because of how many rain delays there have been here in Cleveland. It's been ridiculous. Like it, it it's to the point where it's 50-50 whether they're playing or playing or not. It especially if it's in Cleveland. So it, it, I agree with you, it's it's ridiculous, and I'm glad you kind of brought it up, even if it wasn't written down, because, it, like you said,
0: you already destroyed the team, might as well just kind of continue. Right. in you. Any, like I said, any authentic feel that team had, they threw it in the trash. That's not the team I grew up watching. Well, and I mean, the only reason you have Jose Ramirez is just because he didn't want to move. Right. And I, I love that Jose stayed there. And I wish... I truly wish that I could be happy about Jose staying. I'm happy for Jose, and I'm happy for the money it's bringing to the city of Cleveland. And I'm happy what it's doing for the game, because maybe other players will think like that instead of just jumping around paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. But other than that, I could care less about that team. I refuse to call them by their name just because of what they – and – Look, I understand some people found it offensive and whatnot, but it's just the fact that the whole situation and the only reason I'm bringing this up like this is because we haven't talked about them for a while and the name change. So I decided to shake things up as well. But yeah, just take away any authentic feel. That's all I had to say. That's one thing I thought the other. I wish I could root for Jose and Shane Bieber and all those guys and the team that I watched them build up and the well, I mean, look what they're doing now. They're under 500. Yeah. They're going to stay under 500. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And Jose's having Jose's having a historical, historical run. And it's just like I can't enjoy it. I just can't enjoy it. I'm happy for Jose, man. I root yeah. for Jose, but I just can't enjoy it. I. Uh, I I understand. I, I can't argue,
1: unfortunately, because I understand. I agree. It's 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 the reason I call them Deans and not really anything else, because you almost took the Cleveland out of it for me too. Um, because they, they sh-
0: it, it would have been better if they just moved the team. Yeah, it, it honestly would have. Well, and
1: and like I said last week, I might have been able to get over it if. There hasn't been this full on onslaught of erasing the history of the team.
0: Yeah,
1: if if we could still recognize that they were the Indians just last year, then I I I could I could stomach it a little better. But the fact that the MLB won't even say it, mm-hmm. it it is just ridiculous to me, and it makes it makes it real hard to even even kind of deal with it and give a shit about watching the team now and, and really even care. It, it's made it hard for me to care about baseball that much. And it's your number one sport. It's my number two. And it, it for both of us. It's I mean, of, it's,
0: it's number one. Football is right up, right up there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're both pretty close for, for me, too. I just football is on top for me. And but baseball, I know. I mean, even if you say they're close, is on top for you. And for me to even see where you have... I mean, aside from the games you went to in Florida, have rarely cared about baseball. It's, it's been hard to, to kind of stomach, and it's maybe maybe one day down the line we'll, we'll we'll soften up and we'll 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 get back into it as much as we were. But a, as it stands right now, I don't see it, and I don't foresee it. And let's, I, I'm almost depressing myself. So let's let know. you know. You want to talk about
0: football at this point so we could cheer up maybe? Yeah, you want to talk about depressing. How about watching one of your favorite players resign and do all this that you should be? ecstatic, yeah. about? It? Right? But you know what? That's like that's Jose
1: signing for what he did is like LeBron. If he signed in 2000 before the decision and, mm-hmm. and just signed for a cheap deal and just played here and stayed here and just won multiple titles. And I know Jose hasn't won anything, but that's how I would put it in a perspective, just because it's so out of the ordinary that they kept a star player. It, it, mm-hmm. we, we're not used to it. We've watched them all leave. All of them. Yep. Every single one of them. There hasn't been one. Well, there there have been borderline guys, but. Name me a star the level of Jose Ramirez at his
0: team. Like throughout their whole career or through their prime? Through their prime. Uh, if you leave at the
1: end, I don't give a shit. But
0: uh, Kenny Lofton came back. He played his first game back July 27, 2007. Yeah, but he came back. Where'd he go?
1: Around same like Tommy, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was gonna say, even Tommy might be the the biggest name in history almost. Well, in 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 the last thirty years, I would say. He left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So everybody. Bob goes, didn't
0: leave.
1: Bob, that that was a hundred years ago, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm. I I can't do anything about that. It was a little different back then. But in, but in, in in the era of us. 30 years and under, I would say we, we haven't seen it to where the, they have kept their star player. But again, just depressing ourselves about the about the history of Cleveland baseball. Let's go ahead and get into football. We've had We had quite a few retire, retirements over the last couple of days. Frank Gore, uh, top 10 all time in rushing yards played a ridiculous amount of time announces that he's retiring as a San Francisco 49er. Ryan Fitzpatrick, possibly the greatest journeyman quarterback to ever play the game. We've seen him we've seen him take bad teams to the playoffs. We've seen him come in and start for multiple teams. He calls it quits, even texting every single player he ever played with and letting them know that he retired. And then this one I found out today when I was looking up information. Alex
0: Mack retires after 13 seasons in the NFL. Yeah, I didn't know that until you wrote that down. I didn't really see anything about Alex Mack. And uh, I'll address Alex Mack here. I'll I'll go down the list. Uh Um, Frank Gore going back to the 49ers to retire. Obviously, that's where he had his best seasons. Yeah. That makes sense. Hey, he's a forever 49er. Canton, Ohio, he's going to be in a 49ers uniform, right? Yeah, as he should be. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I was trying to give you the little signal. Great beard. Hall of Fame beard. That beard needs to be in Canton, Ohio. I was doing the beard thing. I was trying to get you to notice I I, I,
1: I caught it. It was just I was kind of going. And... Do you uh, Do you think he had a Hall of Fame career?
0: Ryan Fitzpatrick?
1: I know it's weird to think about because he bounced around so much and he was never, like, that solidified starter. But
0: he's certainly done a lot of things. If the, he, there should be a certain section in the Hall of Fame for journeymen, right? Yeah. Him, Josh McCown, you know, guys that jumped around from team to team but we good enough to consistently be on a roster and start and win games. Well,
1: cause cause they were, they were, they were guys that were good enough to start, but they were always being signed by teams that were trying to go, go young. Right. So they'd bring in this guy, let him start and play and make their team. All right. And then they'd go young.
0: And you know who else would belong on that list? And this is not me. This is not me being a homer. Number six, Michigan State, St. Ignatius. I mean, Brian Axel Hoyer belongs when, to be at that.
1: Once you start thinking about accomplishments of, of what he started looking like and and how he started bounce, how he started bouncing around because of, the attributes that journeymen have that he he, he possessed. Then yeah, I agree with you.
0: Warrior? absolutely there's a reason why those guys but they bounce around teams but like i said there's a reason why those guys are on nfl rosters and some guys okay some guys are second strings and stuff and they mm-hmm. get cut and you never really hear of them again yeah these guys these guys are able to stay in the league for over a decade yeah because they're because they're that they're that good but they're not that good to be at the next, at the full-time starter. They're great filler guys. They're great to come in down, right? 2014 Cleveland Browns look like cardiac kids 2.0. Yeah. If if the Haslams weren't trying to get Johnny Manziel in there and they weren't clearly having the wide receivers mess around and – Having the linemen miss blocks. I mean, it was plain as day when you watch the games. Brian Hoyer would have taken that team to the playoffs. Brian Hoyer, I, I've mentioned this before, his jersey's in Canton, Ohio. Yeah. Biggest comeback from a away team is some statistic, one of those things. But his jersey's in Canton from that game. From that game. Yeah. Against the Titans. So. There should be a special spot like one journeyman, you know, every couple years, every five years. Right. Bring him in there. Yeah,
1: it could be. It could be a special, a special wing, And then Alex Mack, what would you have on him?
0: Alex Mack. See, I liked Alex Mack. Right. He was a part of that. He was a part of that cardiac kids 2.0 team. Yeah, I agree with
1: you. To me, the Alex Mack thing is really just it was money. It yeah, was-
0: that. That's you it. Cut, you cut me off there. If you would have let me finish, well, I gotta have a take here at some point. Okay, have your take. You know what? Have your take. That's right. That was greedy of me, man. That <laughs> was... I, I, I'm just kidding with you. You can have a take too. That was selfish, but, but, dude. But we, go, but no, but go. We... That was selfish. I just rambled off too. But, you but
1: I, 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 that's that's kind of my thing. You, you said Alex. You like Alex back. I don't have a problem with him because it was it was the the Browns at that time. We're not spending money. It it was about roster turnover. It was about making this team not as good as they can be, but about collecting picks and and moving forward to where it ended up setting up where we're at, not where that t- where the team is at now. So for Alex Mack to be able to go away, go and and have success in Atlanta, and, and go to that Super Bowl that they ended up losing. Uh, with them and and getting the money that he deserved because he was an all-pro player, Uh, no
0: problems here. Yeah, I didn't like him because he left. That's what I was going to say, because he left because of the money. But I get it, man. You got to – as a fan, I don't like him. As a human being, like, okay, you got to go where the money is, right? Yeah. You're an NFL quarterback. This isn't, you know – I get it, and especially with what you hear about the organization and how you've I mean, how you've seen it run. I, I feel it, man. And he left, and he, he went to that Super Bowl. Obviously, didn't win. I was kind of out of his control. Yeah. Uh, Center's but, not
1: going to change that much.
0: Right. But, I, yeah, I, w- I didn't like seeing Alex Mack leave. I didn't like seeing Mitchell Sports leave. I didn't like seeing those guys leave because they were part of that 2014 team, that was just very awesome. Uh, Enjoyed it a lot. That's all I had to say. I was being very selfish, and I apologize. I apologize.
1: It it ain't even selfish because I kind of teed you up, and then you said something, and I took over. It was weird. It wasn't even selfishness. I teed you up to say something, and then you said something real quick, and I took over. So it might have even been selfishness on my part, but then I was like, I got to say this, so let me say it.
0: You see this is see this is communication this is healthy this is how a healthy relationship uh is supposed to happen all, all healthy relationships here at
1: any given <laughs> podcast is what we try to but speaking of relationships that may have we may have been kind of cons- construed as unhealthy Miles Garrett and Baker Mayfield Miles Garrett has come out and said after OTAs this week in in, in some of his time with the Cleveland media that Baker Mayfield will bounce back, and I agree. Me and you, obviously, have, have definitely shown our support for for, for one Baker, Reagan, Mayfield. Mo- sometimes more often than most people, but but for Miles Garrett to come out and be like, yeah, Baker will be all right. Uh, like we've said before, Deshaun, it's just hard to argue that he, he may be the better, he's the better player. Baker's not bad. He he's he's. I won't say he's elite. He's a good quarterback, and he'll bounce back once a team decides
0: that they need him. Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent what's gonna happen, and the Browns are just holding on to him to see what's who. If if you're Kevin Stefanski, who would you rather have starting this season? Because obviously. Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended for who knows how long. So who are they going to start? Okay, let's see. Yeah, we have uh, Josh Dobbs. We have Jacoby Brissett. And then uh, there might be somebody else. Oh, yeah, the number one overall pick from Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, let's stick with him to see what is going to happen with our quarterback. We just dropped the most money on a quarterback in NFL history on. So yeah, obviously they're going to do that, which not fair to Baker at all. Baker should be with his new team, starting that relationships with them. There's a key word again. Yeah. Starting those relationships and learning that playbook and actually playing a meaningful season, Yeah, but he's not going to right. the Browns are going to hold on to him for another year for this year. So, what he should do is go out there, put a smile on his face, play, ball out, and then just be like, all right, as soon as that's up, go sign and win with another team. Kick the shit out of Cleveland. Yeah. Now, I don't want to see it as a fan, but as you know, a Baker guy, go ahead, dude. Go kick the shit out of Cleveland the next time you play him. I'm going to be rooting against you. It's going to be one of those, like, oh, uh, I got to go with my boys, but you're my boy. I'm going to root for you on your own, right, separately from the team. But he should, you know, smile on his face. Like I said about OTAs and training camp, just go ball out, show these guys what, they're, what they messed up on, and then go somewhere else. But make it look like you're willing – to do whatever it is for that team to win, you know? Yeah. Be like, okay, I'm supposed to do my job, come in and win. Cool. I'm good with that. I'm going to win. I know these guys. We're going to play. Awesome. Because that's going to – other teams are going to look at that and be like, okay, so everything that we've heard about Baker being too cocky, being a cancer in the locker room, not having good relationships with his receivers and other teammates – well, look at him now. He's out there bawling and he should stay silent the whole time. Yeah. I know, it's, I know it, it'll be hard for him because... It's not who I, he is. I, I know. I, I'm i one of those guys that loves to, you know, flashy, whatnot, talking smack at the appropriate times.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, showing out. I I definitely have that personality trait just like him, but, be you know, stay silent until once that contract signed with another team then just do whatever you want but dude nose to the grindstone just stay silent ball out go uh zero dark six and uh do what you got to do man get that get that paycheck win a uh, super bowl whatever
1: he's got to do to kind of get himself back i think he can uh, and then the last thing that I have for the Browns here, and we will talk about it quickly because I don't know how much we can, really, we could really kind of continue to gripe on this situation until it's resolved. But a 23rd woman has added herself to the list of women that have brought civil suits against Deshaun Watson. Uh, she cited the HBO interview, the real sports interviews that that went out last week. Uh, as kind of her courage to to finally come and speak out, she said that the women that she saw speak out on the interview kind of empowered her to to speak her truth now um, Deshaun continues to to deny all allegations and, and says that he has done no wrong, and until it gets resolved, we're kind of in this state of will he won't will they won't they in terms of will will they won't they suspend him? And will it happen or will it won't happen in terms of will he be charged and and really kind of looked at uh, as one, as this guy that done, has done all these things. But other than that, I don't think we need to get too, too deep into this because what can be said that hasn't already been? We've talked about it for four weeks in a row. What can be said that hasn't already been said?
0: Yeah, it's... Tough situation there. Um, It's been going on for a year and a half now. Yeah. It's, I mean, like you said, what, what, what can we say that hasn't already been said? And on every news outlet, not just sports news, every news outlet is reporting on this, talking about it, especially here in Northeast Ohio, probably down there in Texas too. No, I'm sure the only thing i'm going to say more on this than that is why is the nfl like why haven't they come to a decision yet they said they were going to release one they, they said that they said they were ready to release one right they said that they had went through all that stuff
1: uh, Our, i i would just say that the nfl kind of does what they want uh the the last thing i read said that they will either release something before the start of training camp if they decide to sp- suspend him this year if not a suspension won't happen till the resolve of all the cases in 2023
0: they're just dragging this out especially for a league that wants to bury stuff well that that's the
1: biggest thing for me on it if if we're going to get into it is How can you let this guy play this year if you decide to kick it down the road until things are over? How can you let this guy play this year and then decide next year he's got to sit? Well, there wasn't
0: enough evidence.
1: We didn't have all the evidence. But just because he ended up settling, if he settles in 2023, now there's evidence?
0: Yeah. I have no clue. They're, they're, They're acting like they're doing this by the book. And whatnot, but it it does seem a little sloppy. To
1: to to me, they're acting like they want the court to make their decision for them.
0: Yeah, it's like it's, I don't know, it's really strange. I'm like, yeah, we'll 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 uh, we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll let, <laughs> we'll let you know. Um, like sitting there like, oh, have you have you figured something out? Because they don't want to be wrong. Yeah. You know, that's That's, the only thing. That's really what it is. They just don't want to be wrong because what happens if, you know, the suits don't go as they thought it was going to go. And then it's like, well, we suspended him and then nothing happened. Just a whole mess.
1: But I do think it's better to do that for the NFL's image. I think oh, it's yeah. it's better for them to suspend him this year and then it come out that nothing ever happened and he gets cleared of everything than it is for him to play this year and then maybe something insignificant comes out and they suspend him for that next year. Right. Th- then it's like, well, you already let him on the damn field.
0: Right. Just rip the Band-Aid off now. Don't pull, Just, at, him. pull no, at him. Pull at it. Pull at it.
1: Because to me, if you suspend him... Okay, you suspended him. And no matter what the outcome of the cases end up being, you suspended him no matter what. You gave him the personal conduct thing. You said that even if he was, if he's free and clear, because he's being sued for these type of things, that's against the personal conduct policy, we suspended Deshaun Watson. And then if he gets clear, th- then he got suspended because he, he, he was accused. And, and sure, it sucks, but we'd have to deal with it. I think it, 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 it's a better public image, though, than being like, hey, yeah, we let him play last year. But now that he, he decided to pay these guys $10,000 a piece, we're going to suspend him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Because it'd be like, well, he ar- he was already suspended. Yeah. He was already suspended and then something else comes out. I don't know. What I'm saying tough situation, is. If, it's a tough situation, yeah. but these guys should have been prepared for whatever is going to happen here. It's a tough situation, but they knew somebody was going to pick him up at some point. Yeah. I, like I said, it, they're How? just trying to cover their own ass. They could care less. If this wasn't such a such under the uh, microscope, yeah, he would have been playing. What no do you problem. mean? He could have played. If Houston would have let him play last year, he would have played. He could have played last year. You know what I mean, though? Like, they would have let it, You would have been playing if it wasn't under such of a uh, yeah, big microscope.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't, even, it wouldn't even be a thing. He'd be on the field, and that'd, that'd be that. If, if, if there weren't being stories written about it, the
0: NFL wouldn't give a shit. Right. Because how many other things are going on like like this story with other players that it's not being talked about.
1: Aaron he Hernandez never, murdered somebody, and didn't have to stop playing until he went
0: to prison. Yeah. I I kind of wanted to say different organization, but we are talking about the Haslam's.
1: So <laughs> oh, I, I exactly.
0: They but, don't really. They don't really follow the you know play play by the book. They don't really. Follow all the rules. I mean, they've been sued themselves.
1: Pilot flying J, baby. I was gonna say, flying J is a thing of the past that we just don't talk about anymore here in Cleveland, right?
0: Uh, what? No, we have Circle K and Sheets. Um, there's not really any Wawas. That's you got to go more towards Pennsylvania. Hey, we're I don't getting, know what a, I don't know what a flying J is. We're getting the Sheets over here in the ghetto too. There you go. Hey, man, I got a sheets right up the road. I can't wait. It's always a fun thing to have a sheets right down the street. Very convenient. I can't
1: wait, my man. But that's all I got for this episode, aside from when you're about to give me this day in sports history. So go ahead, this day in sports history.
0: This day in sports history brought to you by KentStagePosters.com. That's KentStagePosters.com. Com. This day in sports history, May 3rd, 1977, our old friend here Meet in you. Cleveland, Ohio, pronk, Travis Hafner, was born on this day. It's Travis Hafner's birthday, buddy. I hope you're spending the day with family, enjoying it. And uh, and also spending some of that money that the Cleveland Indians gave you with that giant contract you got back then, one of the, one of the very few people they gave money to.
1: So it's like Travis Hafner, Nick Swisher, and now Jose Ramirez.
0: Right, and uh, Pronk was, was Pronk was Prong. He definitely wasn't. He definitely wasn't Jose Ramirez, but he definitely wasn't Nick Swisher.
1: Yeah, it was somewhere in between. He definitely had some marketability. They they, they, they named a whole section after him. Pronkville was, was some of the funnest experiences, the, the funner experiences I've had at games, um, just, just messing around in Pronkville.
0: They also had uh, Brohio.
1: Brohio. Yeah, we, we try to forget about old Nick Swisher in Brohio. I'd, ra- I'd rather go to a party at Naples or some shit.
0: Party at Naples, There you go. <laughs> there's another guy, real fast. There's another guy that's like that's a journeyman right there. Oh, that that was that's that is like the MLB journeyman right there. Oh yeah, he should have a nice. There should be another spot like that in Cooperstown.
1: Maybe, maybe we're on to something that we need to start pitching to corporate MLB
0: and NFL. Right, hey headquarters, you, NBA. You have players like uh, you know Richard Jefferson, Shannon Fry, guys that played around. Um, J.R. Smith, right? Yeah, he was another guy that jumped around. You can't can't really say Shack because that doesn't really <laughs> that add. That, that, that
1: popped in my head. I was like, do you call Shack a journeyman?
0: He was too no, good no, no, I'm not, no. I'm not. was he, like he was just he was just an old dude trying to get cash playing around. Al Horford, I'd call one. Yeah. Tristan Thompson now. Yeah. Dwight He's Howard, Tom- maybe? No, he, no, I wouldn't say Dwight Howard because that was at the end of his career. Um, yeah, I guess. He was a star in
1: Orlando. Crowder. Crowder, that's a good one. Kyle Korver. Korver is a good one. Isaiah Thomas would probably be a good one if he didn't fall off a cliff after that hip
0: injury. Right, and then you could also say technically Derrick Rose, but that's just because, like, once again, the injury prone. Yeah, injury screwed him. He'd have been a bull for life if he didn't get hurt. Right. And you, you could say Ray Allen or not, sorry, not Ray Allen, Ray John Rondo. I guess you could say Ray Allen, Ray John Rondo, but Ray John Rondo, that was just when he was old. Same with Kevin Garnett. They just kind of jumped around when they were old. That doesn't really mean you're yeah. a journeyman journeyman's start a career to end a career. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah. That's all I had for uh, this day in sports history. Brought to you by KentStagePosters.com. And, and 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 that means
1: that this is the end of the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to any given podcast. You guys have a wonderful and fantastic rest of your week. I mean, if we record on time this time, we'll talk to you again in like three or four days. Uh, so 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 we look forward to that. Maybe we'll we'll have like one or two more finals games in by that point. Maybe the Celtics are running away with things after winning game one. Thank you guys for tuning in to any given podcast. You guys have a wonderful and fantastic rest of your week. God bless. Stay blessed.